guys are a bunch of whiny little bitches. Wow. You know that. Well, let's get this podcast started. I got a lot that, to say. That was quick. I got a lot to say. Let's get this show rolling. You, you know, if you show up on time, it might actually. What do you mean? My, I've been here since the day 25. My ex-wife gets defensive when she's wrong, too. <laughs> it turns it into a, an offense. You know, I, I, I've never had more empathy for any of your exes than I do this week. <laughs> <laughs> The Weekly Chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Joe, Jack, Tim, and starring the massive internet star, Greg the Ghost King. Download this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast content you hide from your friends and loved ones. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is episode 49 entitled... The Minotaur Mystery. I don't know. There's four of us on this call tonight, but one sounds really butthurt. <laughs> well, I'm not even sure if I should stay on because you guys commented how how it actually was better last week. Without <laughs> so that's how you feel, uh, you know, deuces, bitches. All we wanted to do was <laughs> have you feel a little sting, and apparently it worked. Uh, so a little sting. Yes, I'm going to stop revealing things about my life on this podcast because then they're used <laughs> against me. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Used against you? What what did we use against I you? I never last week? screamed at anybody at a Panera bread. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made a logical argument about how, you know what, their 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 position was logical. I was a paying customer. And I didn't say that I was too tired because my my siblings were here. I said that I have a one-bedroom apartment. They're all hanging out in my living room, except for my one brother who's passed out in my bed. You know? So I was like, where am I supposed to do this from? 
Right. <laughs> Let's get this party started. Come on. So, <laughs> by the way, yeah. everybody heard the story. Everyone in in Atlas Bockerland heard the story. So, just story. Just so you know, heard the, the what story? Your depiction of what happened at Panera Bread. So they can go back and see that we yeah, were right. definitely exactly. That's exactly right. Expanding. I didn't yell at anybody. I, I, I mean, I was direct with my comments, and I was absolutely right. I felt like I was striking a blow for all customers that morning. Ugh. I didn't have any whiskey on my breath that morning. <laughs> really drinking it. Three, Fuck, six, two, one. Welcome, Bacher Nation. Uh, this is uh, Dad Bod Tim, and I was just called a fuckstick. So, um, Greg, how are you doing tonight? Hey, guys. I'm just so happy to be back. You know, I cherish our times together. And, uh, you know, I feel lucky to have you all as friends because I know that you all have my back all the time. Uh, you guys, I have to say right up front, I didn't get a chance to listen to last week's podcast that I couldn't make. But, you know, I, I, I know you guys have to back. Thank you. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. Well, we love you, and we're so happy to have you back. I know that I dragged this whole podcast down, and you guys are probably much better without me, but I, I appreciate you tolerating my presence. Thank you. You're welcome. Detective Swag, how are you today? What's happening, fellas? Doing well. Good to see you guys. All of you. He's getting thrown off the fucking force if he's Detective Swag. I just won my third fucking game in a row. But anyway. <laughs> you did indeed, <laughs> sir. You're on one hell of a win yeah. streak right now. Actually, I show sure us Philadelphia Experiment. Great. Think yeah. Crazy things are afoot right now at the end of the Top season. two scoring teams, yeah. Damn. But, of course, I'm tossing it. I'm cleverly throwing in the towel. <laughs> As Columbo so astutely uh, deduced. <laughs> Joe, and welcome to you, Joe. How are you tonight, Joe? I'm doing great, Greg. It's good to see your smiling great. face. Oh, I'm I'm just I'm just thrilled to be here, guys. Happy to be alive. Okay, well, and, <laughs> we missed uh, you last week. I know you did. Yeah, I can only imagine. Although, incur all your encouraging texts over the week were awesome. I had to up my cell plan because of all the fucking texts that you guys were exchanging last night, by the way. I know I know the podcast is better without me, so I thought if I contribute to this text conversation, I'm going to lower the level of discourse to a point where these guys are going to be similarly dissatisfied and then use all the things that I've revealed to the betterment of the podcast to try to boost the ratings up for this sinking fucking ship uh, against me. You didn't, you didn't have shit to say until Thursday either, though. I don't know if you assumed we had some things to say about you in the podcast or not, but you didn't actually hear it. Until well, I didn't Thursday. hear it. I didn't get any texts of encouragement like, hey, Greg, we missed you. We understand. Oh, no. 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 Exactly. <laughs> you guys are like, you know, we're like a we're like a fucking junior high Dungeons and Dragons clash where one of the kids <laughs> suddenly becomes like socially relevant and his fucking loser, you know, his uh, third level magic user pals are all bitter because uh, Billy's going to fuck movies with an actual girl. You fuck. You weren't with a girl. You were with your brothers and sisters. What are you talking about? I was social. And I enjoyed social. playing Dungeons and Dragons when so I was So did younger. I. Yeah, so did I. But then eventually I had to leave my friend's parents' basement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the game. So we do have Mr. Blonde's Heroes on a three-game winning streak and actually scored the second-highest points of the week. Big times happening in Mr. Blonde's Heroes. Good job, Greg. Despite my best efforts, I just keep winning. 
I picked up Robinson Chirinos, and now he's killing it. He had a 4.6 this week. He, he did a, have a 4.6. Jack's on to me with my pitching staff. How else can I continue to try to lose? I'll pick up Robinson Chirinos and, and insert him into the lineup, and he's sure to foil my efforts to win. But no. That actually backfired against you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You guys are like the the three think tank guys on X-Files. Remember the original X-Files, the three conspiracy theorist dudes who would occasionally help Fox Mulder? You know, I that's, do. That's you guys, yeah. so I just love how all these examples, you're like the socially acceptable Fox Mulder, and we're just the, you know, the chorus to your play here, right? If the shoe fits, hey, you guys put me on. One of us is definitely the fit. So, so don't here. object. Don't <laughs> object if I'm going to come out fighting. Don't say that about Tim. He's big boned, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Happy and content. That's what it looks like. That's right. So, all right. So, the Dreamers, the Dreamers pulled one out against St. Locash. St. Locash did have another big score this week, although it just wasn't enough. The Dreamers win one. They had been on a small losing streak. St. Locash uh, takes the loss. Omission Commission in Reardon Metal. Omission Commission uh, watched Bryce Harper get beaned in the knee and uh, left the game and also lost. I guess when Scotty goes on vacation, he doesn't check his team because what were you saying, Joe, that he left? Tommy Tommy Pham has been in all week. He's on the disabled list. I think he went out uh, Tuesday or Wednesday and he didn't. Uh, he could have put Taylor in at the outfield and put uh, somebody else at DH. Would it have made a difference? Rendon had a 5.4 at Maybe. Yeah. My pitching staff put up, <laughs> I think they're still in the two-point range this week, so it wouldn't have taken much. <laughs> you must be a little worried about your pitching staff. No, I've actually enjoyed the hell out of watching the Yankees lose to the Red Sox. It's just one week. I think him and Eldon are both uh, looking at each other, hoping that the other one makes the playoffs. You know, Eldon's absolutely convinced that doesn't matter if he makes the playoffs. He has zero chance of, of winning. So it's not even worth making the playoffs is basically what he told me yesterday. Who who, who told you what? I I, uh, I reached out to Eldon yesterday and, you know, and I said, hey, you're looking good for the playoffs. Scott's losing to yeah, yeah. Joe. You know, you're, you're looking good. Congratulations. And he was like, uh, well, it doesn't really matter. Uh, we're not going to do anything this year. We have no chance of winning. So I'm really not even that excited about it. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I said, don't you think that anything could happen once the playoffs start? He said, no, nah, we're just not. We're not going to win this year. I need a third baseman. I don't go third baseman, so we're not going to win. I was like, okay. Need to put him in touch with Mikey. 13-5 and five. again. Uh, they'd definitely be the third-ranked team going in at this point, but not a distant third by any means. And, again, if we've learned anything, we've learned that once it starts, uh, you know, if I was a betting man, I'd put it on Tim or Joe. However, uh, the Dreamers definitely have a good enough team to have a, a two out of three run. I, you know what I think? I think that they go to the Joe uh, School of Media Communications, and it's the same fucking <laughs> bullshit. Everybody always sits there, oh, I don't think I'm going to win. This is all the reasons I'm going to lose. It's not going to fucking happen. You know, like, come on, man. Like, seriously. I think he's being totally sincere, though. I think he, for whatever bizarre reason, he thinks he has no chance of winning when all it would take would be, you know, one 10 day stint on the DL for one of your best players and somebody else to, you know, have a tweak his fucking hamstring and miss two days. You know, they're not so far off. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I was lucky to pull off a win. I, I played Bad Street. Uh, Bad Street had the lowest score of the week, so this was just the luck of the schedule. 
And I had Trout out with an injury, and I also had Altuve out with an injury. So a couple of guys I'm looking to count on in the playoff. But none of the other playoff teams would have beaten you this week. Yeah, right. We had some fireworks from the from the second division teams. Big news of the week, Philadelphia Experiment 2 destroys yeah. lethal injection, has the highest score of the week, and... The new squad. Yeah, whatever you did with your team, Jack, it really is making a difference. Um, certainly that Philly staff getting you the highest score of the week out of any position is a big help. Baez, who you've believed in for a long time, big points, and Abreu, new addition, new addition, Abreu, is your third highest position, second highest batter. Contributions all across the board. Yeah, it's one week, but um, it's not always nice when you trade for a guy and, and have him perform like um, like Abreu did. Even Puig, who I also picked up that same day, uh, part-time this week, got me uh, some solid points from the DH spot. But you mentioned the, the two highlights, if you will, that I've had this year. The Philly staff, who this is their highest score, actually, of the year, the 12 and a half. But they move it up to sixth now in total points for the year and staff so they've had a, a great season and Baez is is I mean the guy's hitting 300 he's on pace for 34 home runs uh almost 30 steals 40 some doubles I mean he is absolutely tearing the cover off the ball right now and uh I'm, I'm pretty excited about the uh the future with some of these guys all I heard all week was uh several different baseball broadcasts studio shows live games them talking about Baez as uh, you know really moving into MVP conversation territory, mm-hmm. and who, who can argue with that? This guy's yeah. a stud, stud fielder, and he's you know, I mean, he's having a great year. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Good pick. Yeah. So let's take a look at the standings in the Champions Division, the Griffey Division. We have Reardon Metal racking up another win. He moves to fourteen and four. Omission Commission loses. He moves to ten and eight. Lethal Injection loses. He moves to 8-10. and 10. And the Philadelphia Experiment notches another win and moves to 7-11. and 11. So that's three out of the last four. Is that right, Jack? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I know we, uh, yeah, I know I lost. Okay. He's too busy investigating my team to pay attention yeah, to his own team. Exactly. In the McGuire division, we had uh, 47 Ronin moving to, with the win moving to 14 and 4. The Dreamers with the win moving to 13 and 5. We had Bad Street moving <laughs> from. Th- <laughs> Bad Street. The only direction it knows, really. Walking backwards once more, 3 and 15. And in the Bonds division, we have the St. Locash Trash Pandas taking a tough loss. They move to 8 and 10. We have the Funk and Punks at 7 and 11. And we have Mr. Blonde's Heroes at 6 and 12. All right. So then we have our playoff picture set then which is very different than last year. In fact, we we know exactly who's playing who, right? I think we do. Um, It's Joe and me, right? We got, uh, hold on. Well, hold on. You guys are tied, right? There's still a week to go. Well, yeah, I would have to win Tim would have to lose. Right, but it could happen, right? I'm playing you. You scored 50 points this week. I'm I'm going to get my ass kicked next week. I'm 0-5 in the division. This is my big... uh, my big hurrah for the uh, coming out party. It is. All right. So I guess we don't know for sure. We will know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I yeah. wouldn't say it's a lock at this point, but the, the probable situation is um, Tim playing the dreamers, the one and four and Joe, the two playing the pandas, the three. That's the, the that's what it looks like is going to be the case. But Tim and Joe could still swap. The dreamers are done as far as moving up. 
<clears throat> the dreamers are locked in and, and the pandas are locked in. Well, I'm locked in to get another drink. So I will uh, talk to you all in about a minute. Thanks. talking about how fucked we were last week that Greg was not on the call. I don't know how timestamping works on Facebook, but I was wondering, Greg, you had put some pictures up of you yeah, and your family uh, having a friendly, looked like a friendly game of poker. Yeah, it was, well, it wasn't that friendly. And it looked like the timestamp was at the exact time that we actually done a podcast. So, so you're going to continue to go with the series of just bold-faced lies. Go ahead and look at my timestamp for the poker game. What time were you it playing was, poker? It was Saturday night at like 9 o'clock, 24 hours before the podcast, my friend. That's plenty of time for poker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just cut that out then. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Keep it in. <laughs> what, yeah. in fact, were you doing? I was sitting here thinking, why, Looking Lord? laptop with a small tear running down no, my face. I was thinking, why, Lord, oh, why did I not stop them from saying they were going to stay here visiting me till Monday? <laughs> do you, why, do you picture Do you picture him as the Indian in that old littering commercial? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's Native American. You know. But, yeah, I was like, why, God, oh, why are they all staying till Monday? And they had hotel rooms, except for two of my brothers. Even though I offered to get them a hotel room, they insisted on staying in my one-bedroom apartment with me. <laughs> and so my one brother, who's rational, got a hotel room. And I said, Gary, get it with two double beds, and then I'll make Steve or Paul come and stay with you in the hotel. And despite the fact that one of them was going to have to sleep on the ground, they insisted on staying in my apartment. So I, the one who lives here in Knoxville, the host, if you will, left my own home and stayed in a hotel room with my other brother <laughs> so that one of my brothers could sleep in my bed. Oh, you're saying you could have done the podcast then. No, no, the this hotel. was, this was Friday and Saturday. No, no, listen here. There's more. So no, Joe, to answer your question, <laughs> that would not have been possible because my rational brother, I... Gary left on Sunday. And so he vacated the hotel room where I had been staying and finding refuge uh, Friday and Saturday. So I said to my brothers, guys, what's the plan for tonight? There's a million hotels here downtown. I'd be happy to make a gift of a hotel room to you boys. No, no, Greg, we don't. No, no, that's silly. We'll stay here. 
And then as the afternoon wore on, I could hear them debating who was going to sleep on the ground. Who was the unlucky person who's going to have to sleep on the ground? And so finally, Steve, my brother, said, oh, well, I'm sleeping on the ground, I guess. And I said, Steve, don't you have a, don't, isn't your back so bad that you've gone through periods of your life where you had to take methadone because your damn back is so jacked up? You're going to sleep on this concrete slab with linoleum over it? That's not going to be good for your back. And he looked at me and he said, well, you know, there is another idea that I've had. And I said, okay, what is it? He said, uh, well, your bed's a queen-size bed. <laughs> I said, so you're, you're, what, are you suggesting that you sleep in bed with me? And he said, well, it is a queen-size bed, Greg, and we're getting up early tomorrow morning, so it really wouldn't be that long. So me being, despite the way you try to portray me on this podcast, me being the, the uh, friendly, loving person that I am, I slept in bed on Sunday night with my 56-year-old brother. Oh, so you're not as big of a dick as we made you yeah. out to be. And so during the podcast time, despite them all having hotels, they came over on Sunday. They didn't want to do anything. You were spooning? They, they went to my oh. pool on Sunday and were causing trouble, getting drunk at my pool. These are senior citizens, by the way. <laughs> you know, they're, they're getting drunk at my pool, causing trouble. Like my brother almost got into a fight with some guy because my brother was supposedly hitting on his super hot girlfriend. You know, like he had a chance with that. And, and so then they retreated back to my apartment and said, well, let's just order food here and watch a movie. Now, my apartment, guys, is not, it's a nice apartment, but it's not big. And I had to go, that's why I went to Ikea in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have enough furniture to even have them all be able to sit down. That's, I mean, it's a close call. Like, there was no extra room. We each had a seat, and that was it. So we spent the afternoon they were power drinking in my living room and watching movies and then ordering food. And then my brother, who begged me to sleep in my bed, he went to bed early. And so literally, I had my teensy-weensy little apartment full of people drinking, full of senior citizens drunk, and, and a drunk senior citizen sleeping in my bed. And that's where I was like, where am I going to do this podcast from? I, I have a walk-in closet that's fairly big. I guess I could have sat on the ground and done it. Uh, but I was, I was, I was really out. deeply enraged. And then Tim's suggestion of, which wasn't a crazy suggestion, I'm not saying that, of you know, just having them on there, that would have driven me insane. I, I couldn't have enjoyed myself. They, they, they can't even conceive of what Skype is. So you know, explaining who you guys were and, and how this was a, a, like a telephone-like conversation, it just would have been... I'm getting I'm getting agitated even describing it. <laughs> so to suggest that I deserve to be the, the second time, uh, you know, Posey Pussy Award winner is beyond insulting. And I wasn't too tired to podcast; I was too enraged. <laughs> God damn! Isn't a synonym for being angry mean being sore? Like you're angry yeah, at someone, you're yeah, being yeah. sore with someone. Hey, why are you? Okay. Why are you so sore at me? Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So you were, you were genuinely sore. You had general soreness and that's why you couldn't participate <laughs> on the podcast. Right. Uh, well played, Tim. It's good. Yeah, I know it's fun to work hard to say hurtful things to me. You scored a point there. Good job. 
I think I think it's you who's you're coming with a different narrative. I think I mean you you say that we characterize you. I there is it's never, I never yelled at anybody at a Panera Bread. No, but anyone listening to the story would know that. So for the record, Bacher Nation, Greg never yelled. Greg never allegedly yelled at a Panera Bread employee. So let's that's clear for the record. Number two, he may have raised his voice. Did you raise your voice? You might have raised your voice. I, mean, I can see I, you there was definitely. I, I I don't know if it, well that's the, again raising the voice meaning I was speaking loudly. No, <laughs> but was I very was I very pointed in my was I very direct? Was I stern? Was I uh, you know was there a quality of you know, annoyance in my voice? Absolutely. <laughs> Wouldn't you've been annoyed if you've been denied your like? rightful? What does that sound dream? like exactly, Greg? I think it sounds like right now. <laughs> like I think right that's now. <laughs> you mean how he's yeah. yelling at us? <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think we all feel like that poor minimum wage employee who is just trying to make it better. I, um, no, it was the manager that I was giving a hard time. To. Oh, I personally have gone to my refrigerator to grab the cream cheese just in case. So. Well, you know, it's funny. My my uh, my. Ex-wife used to, when I would get into a disagreement and be stating my case directly, she'd be like, "Quit yelling!" And I would say, "I'm not, I'm not raising my voice whatsoever." You and my ex have more in common than you know, Jack. What, what was wrong? Being mischaracterized. I wasn't too tired. The podcast. I had a room full of drunken seniors. For God's sakes. I seem to remember last year when um, we had a couple people running from hurricanes. You and I had great sport uh, characterizing Jack as sniffing flowers in Mississippi or something like that. I think yeah. you even made a joke about Mississippi, a whole state you insulted. I don't remember that. Uh, I do. Joe was that was the crooked tree incident, right? Where we but, had the yeah it doesn't ring a bell. No, but here, here's the difference, Tim. I died once. Here, here's the difference. <laughs> we, we actually, we've never. I don't know that I've ever talked about that on the podcast. No, oh. we haven't. You did. Oh. <laughs> that is. I know you were. We knew. I know you had that medical incident. I didn't know that you had uh, flatlined. It was back the next week. We'll yeah. we'll just yeah so. That's right. Now that's that Buster Posey, and you couldn't distinguish which week was which based on his performance either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's wait, Greg. Wait, Welcome back. I was back. listening to the old episodes. What is that, Jack? I know you're on episode. Was that the week you flatlined though? Which was that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the difference is, Tim, that those were idle passing comments. It wasn't the theme of the damn podcast. Last week's theme was let's. Let's well, take great inventory for an hour. That's how much we miss you Actually, when you're not yeah. here. Is without being able to make fun of you, we had nothing to talk about. That's like wait, batterers. Wait, wait. You we, know did, that? we did 20 minutes on Jack's trades of the week. That had yeah, nothing right. to do with you, Greg. Nothing. So did, did at least did you take your drunken siblings' money at poker? I did. That a boy. Yeah, well, right. yeah, I, I won about eighty dollars. Another one of my brothers won about eighty dollars. I thought that's how you were gifting the room. You just basically took their money. <laughs> there was no <laughs> amount of money that would have been too much to pay to have a little space, for God's sake. I mean, was, was there a... I slept in a bed with my brother. <laughs> the white the uh, white flag dreamers just picked up their third baseman. Who? Candelero. Oh. I, I'm, I don't know that he's the, the answer. I'm just saying they're obviously not packing it in too much. They're still oh, moving. I thought maybe Chris had changed his name again or something. The white flag dreamers. 
Well, yeah, probably they're... now that they know that they're in the playoffs because Scotty totally. Yeah. Uh, well, we're, we're in the playoffs. We yeah. might as well try yeah, to right. win. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, we were hoping that Scotty would win, but he ghosted his team this week. So, uh, you know. Yeah, he's uh, he was actually hiking in the Rockies in Colorado is where Scotty was. Oh, so he probably had no way to do anything. Now anymore. he posted plenty of pictures on Instagram. He obviously had <laughs> an internet <today. laughs> If Greg's going to take a shot for having family over, we're going to get Scotty for hiking in the fucking mountains. (laughs) Yeah, the mountains. It was, you know, it was the the looping trails, three, you know, three miles within the the fucking uh, resort. Come on. It was domed. The whole thing was under a dome. Inside it. (laughs) This is the guy who's complaining about facts. It was the Gaylord... (laughs) The Gaylord Resort, the Rockies. They had a whole fucking dome over that shit. Eleven thousand feet. A little, little uh, and a tram that charges in the trees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a tram like sag wagon that picked you up. No, no. So I got to defend up. Scotty here. He was eleven thousand feet. I know, but there he did have internet connection. He was posting lovely photos of his family. Many <laughs> when of he got alive. back down, right? That's when he could have checked his roster. <laughs> Jesus, I still managed to win my game. I maybe unlike you, Scotty enjoys being around his family and I was enjoy. just enjoying <laughs> spending time with yeah, him. There's probably, it's probably yeah. his family probably respects boundaries. <laughs> the, the interesting thing is we've had more uh, questions about the competitive spirit clause since we put it on fucking paper than we ever had when it was just really? a thought in people's heads. Right. <laughs> That's why. What the fuck? Well, you know, to be fair, even if even if he had done that and somehow won the game, it wouldn't have changed anything. So yeah, I I didn't think so. I thought it was already. Yeah, he he Elton had lost. That's that's the only thing that would have changed. Oh, but he didn't know if Elton was going to lose. You know, that was a very close game. You know, over the last four days. So I guess I got to take the Trash Pandas logo down off the site. Still love them though. Still still going to the playoffs. Still my team. Are you can you are you supposed to root for another team if you're one of the teams in the playoffs? I just want to be right. I just want to fucking be right. I called this yeah. earlier in the year. <laughs> I just want to fucking be right. Because I've been wrong on every goddamn thing forever. The only thing I got right was getting rid of Harper. That's the only thing I got right. And that's not even a real life thing. That's a <laughs> that's a made up thing. That well, plus all the things you said about that's a made up thing of a made up thing. All the things you said about Greg last week that was all right as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not even fun anymore. He's not even. He's like he's just like. I've said my piece. I do have a question about Harper though. Did you guys find it? Wouldn't you have traded him if you were Rizzo, Mike Rizzo? I mean, wouldn't that have been a smart thing to do to trade him to some team? Like the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Sox, who are looking to make an absolute statement prior to their run. What I read is that I don't know if it's Rizzo or maybe it's the ownership now saying that they felt like if they traded him, that they wouldn't have any chance of re signing him to a long term uh, deal. But I didn't even think that was a consideration. I thought they'd conceded the fact that, that he's going somewhere else after the season. So to keep him on a small percent chance that his hurt feelings, you know, would prevent him from re-signing with you, it just seems, I don't know. I mean, and Rizzo was like, well, we're only a couple of games out of the wild card. We're, we're still competing for this year. It just seemed, uh, I don't know, awfully 
unwise. And, and they should have traded Geo or whoever else in their pitching staff they could trade. I, I think that it just goes to show you that Harper is someone that needs to be emotionally managed. And, and that's what Rizzo's trying to do. You know, my thinking all along has been that Harper goes to Philadelphia. That that it just mm-hmm. seems like Philadelphia is going to be that team that overpays for him. Within two seasons, he's going to have batteries chucked at his head. <laughs> I just it seems like it's playing out that way, and then he gets shipped off to L.A. in two or three years in some weird trade where they absorb like most of his two hundred eighty million dollar contract. Yeah, we we've been adamant about getting him for more than a season. So this has been in our plans for, for quite some time. Um, you know, him and, and Machado, we've talked about, obviously Machado, we missed and, and, um, you know, he was somebody else we were talking about in the off season, but so the, the fact that we missed on Machado, um, even more so in my opinion, I mean, we will overpay. It's just whether or not the Yankees will too, or somebody else out there. Right. I love when you, you talk, it sounds like you're actually in the GM meetings like like when you were talking like you have such authority in your voice like yeah well, well we've been planning on this for a few years so i've been consulting with them you're not supposed to know that I, yeah but- no it, and 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 when we started talking about it the expectations for the team was not were were exceeding our expectations so we were expected to be a, a mediocre team a, a 500 team at this point right and then hoping to add somebody like that to put us over the top the fact that we're still holding folks off and, and still in first place. Um, God forbid we do finish in, uh, um, you know, in a playoff spot, then obviously I, I would think it, it becomes even more attractive, you know, for him as well. So uh, it's, it, we have a shitload of money. Uh, we could definitely do it. We can afford to do it. And <clears throat> I'd be surprised, like, like I said, if we don't uh, overpay for him, um, but we can afford to at this point. Again, I I would think it would it would take a, a Yankees or, or somebody along those lines to to come in and and also overpay for us not to have a shot at least. You guys think I I know no one seems to be a big fan of him as a teammate or as a like a character guy. Is do you think there's no chance that he would have enjoyed going to a team that was had their ticket stamped for the playoffs, or do you think that he's just such an egomaniac that he wanted to be the center of attention on the Nationals? And going to the Yankees or the Sox or the Dodgers would have zero appeal to him. I don't. I don't. I. I, I, I hmm, that's a. That's kind of an interesting question. I ever really. He's been in the playoffs. It's. It's not new for him. You know what I mean. Where you know to be in a Machado. Machado is probably a lot more excited about the idea of yeah. of looking at yeah. postseason after being in Baltimore right. all those years. So he has been there and and hasn't performed there at this point. Honestly, if you're talking about the mindset of Bryce Harper. I wouldn't be surprised knowing how selfish he seems to be and, and how important it is that, that he looks good. Um, he's probably afraid of the fucking plays. He would probably be happy not to make the playoffs because that way he doesn't have to not take his team to the next round again and, and have another black mark against his um, career. It just seems like if you're in a walk year of your contract and it seems inevitable that you're going to go to some other team and you know, you're going to sever the ties with the, the only team that you've known that it would be fun to go, not just on a playoff team like the Nationals have been, but to join up with some juggernaut team to play with Mookie Betts or to play with, you know, uh, Stanton or whoever. I don't know. Just, I mean, yeah. you got to believe at some level he's a competitor and he loves the game and he knows he's going to about to get paid. And so he's like, you know what? Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm over the Nationals. I'm not going to be here next year anyway. I'm ready to go. 
send me somewhere for two months where I can be on a juggernaut team, maybe have a shot at winning the World Series, and then I'll have <laughs> all off season to contemplate my record-breaking contract. I, I really enjoy talking about Bryce Harper, but I'm looking forward to us in the future talking about which Blaze is better. Blaze Alexander or Blaze Jordan? There are two Blazes in our league now. So, um, and I, I am very excited about Blaze Alexander, and I'm hoping that he can be the better Blaze when we come to the Blaze Blaze competition that will be around in what, 2022, 2023? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Mine's a, uh, mine's a high school a f- freshman still. So, yeah. How about a friendly wager you know, between you two Blaze owners? On which Blaze makes the majors first? Oh uh, well, I think Blaze Alexander will because he's he's already out of high school, right? Mm, okay, but well if then Blaze Jordan who, is as good as he is. I mean, there's guys that have made the majors in eighteen. Who has years a better old. rookie season? You know, who has a better have rookie a, season? Have some friendly wager. Yeah, man, I'm think, down. Think about it for me. I'm down. Absolutely, I'm down. I mean, I'm I'm always down for a friendly wager. The the betting on a fucking 15 year old kid seems kind of fucking silly but um he does have a really cool name so uh you know how many fucking blazes were there like it doesn't seem like a very popular it's, name i was I, surprised to see another I, one I, it honestly, was the fourth most popular name that year behind tyler anderson <laughs> and, and joe <laughs> right. so i thought you were gonna go with bryce <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was shortly after marijuana was legalized. Uh, yeah. Yeah. a bunch of blazes were born, but, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, part of the reason was I came across this guy and I was like, wait a minute. I thought Jack's player was blaze Jordan. And I'm like, blaze Alexander, who the hell is this? So I start to like dig up stuff on this kid and, uh, he's pretty damn good. And I was like, well, fuck. I mean, Absolutely. Let me play a game with Jack here. Let's go blaze v blaze and let's see what's going on. So, um, I like it. Yeah. Sounds like a fiery competition. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the impeccable comic timing we've been waiting for. That's also. right. That's right. Woo. All right. Just, well, just needed Greg back to find. Yeah. It. <laughs> well, the timing is right for us to take a quick break. So let's go ahead and refresh fellas and we'll be back in just a moment. And I just caught a quick, quick glimpse of the uh, Yankees Red Sox game. 
It's been going on for an hour and a half. No, an hour and 50 minutes. And it's only in the fourth inning. Wow. First of all, I can't stand the fact that Alex fucking, that fucking piece of shit Alex Rodriguez is in the booth. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, if, 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 if I want to know what the best steroids are to take, then I'll I'll listen to you. But other than that, get the fuck out of the booth. What is what is with that <laughs> shit? That is fucking bullshit. I found it strange too, honestly. I mean, he's been calling games all year. I found it strange that he's been given such a prominent position. You know, the other steroid main stay main players of the steroid scandal have just had to kind of skulk around in anonymity. You know. Batting coaches, maybe you know, you know, you don't see bonds on national television. I don't want to fucking hear what you have to say. I really don't. I don't. And I walk downstairs, just flick the game on real quick while I was getting getting my drink, and and I hear his voice. And first of all, like I can't stand the sound of his voice. It's not like Tyson like in that it's really kind of like <laughs> you know that that difference, but it's somewhat yeah. there. What do you mean, Tim? Yeah, and I I just I'm just like. Get the fuck off television! And why? Like, do people actually tune in to see him uh, call a game? Are they? Is he really drawing people into this game? Is this? He's not insightful. I mean, like, ah. I was never a Tony Romo fan as a player. I didn't oh, hate him, but I. But I was never great. a Tony Romo fan as a player. Yeah. But he is a great yeah. announcer. He yeah. really is. I did good. hate him, and he's is a good, great announcer. Yeah. I agree. Because I learned I, every time he talks, I learn something about. You know, I'm looking it's at the same set he's yeah. looking at, and he's like, "Oh, this is what." Oh, he read that defense right there in the booth, and he's sharing it with us. A-Rod. He's really good. He's really good. Yeah, A-Rod is like, all right, which pharmaceutical should I take if I want to get stronger, A-Rod? That's when I'd be like, oh, okay, thanks a lot. But other than that, I don't fucking care. Well, and not only is he a, a cheater, but he's not even, you know, from what I've read about him, he's not even a likable cheater. Like, he's not even one of those guys who, <laughs> honestly, who was like, you know what? Yeah, he, he did steroids like a lot of guys did steroids because he was hyper competitive. But he's a good guy, you know. He he's a nice guy, he's a good teammate, blah blah blah. Like that article, I don't know, Sports Illustrator or whatever, where the reporter said that in his apartment in Manhattan, he had this giant oil painting of himself as a minotaur. <laughs> I mean, that alone should preclude him from ever being in the public eye. I mean, really? Just having that, that, that oil is painting like, of yourself, period, let alone as a minotaur. I, I mean, honestly, that is like straight up out of like Wedding Crashers or some ridiculous comedy film. That you know, that that yeah, I, I was thinking devil's of, advocate, actually. Yeah, it, it gave like me, the, <laughs> the height of comic arrogance is somebody, yeah. you know, not just an oil painting of himself, but as a fucking minotaur, <laughs> and it's real. It's but real. That's true. That's a that's a Posey no, Award nominee it is, right it was there. Actually, I think it was in like the New Yorker or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Right? It, it was um, real. It's not. It's not made up. Yeah, uh, you can actually search it. Yeah, I mean, what a douche. I mean, he's he's not likable. He's not interesting. He's a cheater, and he's got a like a he's a narcissist, a, like a fucking obnoxious narcissist. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't. There's so many more worthy interesting intelligent baseball players whose opinions i would love to hear really i don't know? get it i just don't get it yeah. i get it. I, I just i really don't get it what fan base is he popular with i i, I have you no know? idea i i mean i know yankees fans that don't like him oh i'm sure they don't like him. crazy 
you uh, somebody had mentioned the the Posey Award. <clears throat> I have a uh, a nominee this week. Oh, um, no, no, it's it's, uh, it's not it's you. One of, it's one of my players. <laughs> I'm gun shy. Um, so I went and scrolled back for this particular player to find the last headline in his news that didn't pertain to an injury. <laughs> so September fifteenth, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> Whoa. Byron Buxton hits oh. a walk-off home run. Since then, rest Thursday out of Saturday's lineup, leaves wildcard game with undisclosed injury, set for tests on back, dealing with cracked rib. Tests reveal no fracture. <laughs> Struggles in Monday's loss, scratched with migraine. History of migraines held out Wednesday. Shows slight improvement. Batting practice Saturday. Could be activated Wednesday. No issues following rehab. Evaluated for foot injury. X-rays come back clean. Won't play Tuesday. Remains <laughs> unable to return. Migraine's gone, but toe issue remains. Gets in some running Sunday. That's almost positive. Unable to run Tuesday. <laughs> may, re may return without rehab assignment. Return date still unclear. Takes batting practice Saturday. Rehab assignment still undecided. Exhibits full range of running Monday. Back from DL starting Thursday. Heads to bench Sunday. No signs of a concussion. In lineup Sunday after collision. Remains absent from lineup. Placed on 10-day DL. Hits off T Saturday. Rehab assignment coming Tuesday. Could return Tuesday. Remains on disabled list. Continues rehab assignment Thursday. No locked on return once rehab stint ends. Activated and optioned. Suffers hand injury. X-rays come back negative, not swinging yet. Up swinging in AAA, could return Thursday. <laughs> Reinstated for minor league DL and suffers setback. Our newest headline, August 1st, 2018, Byron Buxton placed on minor league DL. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it has been almost a fucking year since this guy has had a headline for a day that didn't refer to an injury in some way, shape, or form. My nominee for the Posey Award, Byron Buxton. Posey. Award nomination. Well, you know, what's fascinating is that it's not <laughs> like he tore his rotator cuff or he, or he tore his ACL and had some <laughs> single injury right. that he just had a, an eight-month rehab on. It's cracked ribs and and a you know sore hamstring and a migraine, migraine you know? there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing yeah I, there was a toe i think at one point Eesh. it's hard to argue you know the other one i thought of this week was jay hap getting hand foot and mouth disease oh yeah yeah <laughs> something that toddlers get it's just true yeah. it's crazy I, I thought that was pretty bizarre that uh, not only is that bizarre but it's bizarre that someone would even talk about that again, that, that we would actually know just put illness, right? Yeah. Oh, they spent a half an inning talking about that during the game the other night. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I mean, is there, is, what is, is this, is this, is this intentional by major league baseball? You know, is it something that's admirable that we should say, Hey, look at that. They're, they're allowing us to see, um, you know, what, what's, what's happening. This is, we're it's getting closer fix. to the game. Yeah. Or was it just better when we didn't know this shit? Is it, do you uh, think it's an MLB rule that, um, you know, 
you know, in the NFL, they the injury report, some teams or coaches are a little vague, <laughs> and, and they try to deceive, or I don't know what they're trying to do, but they're just vague about the nature of injuries to, to mess with people's game plans. You wouldn't think that would be a factor in baseball with games every damn day, but is there some rule in the majors that you have to be specific? You can't just say illness. You can't just say lower well, body injury like they do in hockey. Apparently, you can say general soreness. True. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were, maybe that's it. They were like, well, we got to give them something. That's, they, yeah, they want yeah. something specific. That's well, as it's vague as you're allowed soreness. to be. <laughs> that's all well, it is. And how much is that going to change now with the legalization of gambling? Oh. Are, are they going to be forcing teams to be more specific about it because there's so much more money legally on the line? That seems like that would be the gambler's problem. To I was going to say, I would say on, on the <laughs> books, Joe, no. On the yeah. books, no. Um, will, it, will it ever end up bleeding into a sport to that point? I would think almost absolutely. Yeah, but if, if the wow. economy of gambling demands that, that's a, that's a huge amount of money on the line, I'm guessing. And, and if, the, if the people that are... Oh, I, I agree. Yeah, I'm customers that- demand it, they're going to get it one way or another. Which I also agree with, but on the books, Major League Baseball, the the coaches, the the man, they're not gonna, nobody's gonna change anything because of that. It, it's not gonna. I mean, over time, maybe I would say, but um, it's interesting. Again, I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm just saying it won't happen correctly. <laughs> well, so I'll go with uh, Jack's nominee. Oh, no offense to Joe, Byron Buxton. Byron, yeah. It's tough not to, right? That was a, a it is, laundry yeah. list. Well, again, it's just all little injuries, you know. So are yeah. we ignoring the Minotaur uh, Rodriguez well, statue? Oh, yeah. my God. That fucking maybe, maybe guy. We have, maybe we have to do another award, the, the Rodriguez Youth <laughs> Award. Self-indulgent you know? self <laughs> the, nar- the Narcissist Award, you know? <laughs> no, I like, the, I like the douche award. There you go. That's That's it. Oh, it's just a douche in a Yankee f- uniform playing shortstop. <laughs> Cover all the bases, right? Yeah. I see the possibilities. What a douche. Hey, you see that shirtless centaur pick, bro? I look fucking jacked. But you are always going to be a total douchebag. Lifetime Achievement Award. Guys, I sent you screenshots of that Deadspin article just now where it talks about the, I guess it was an Us Weekly, which is even douchey that he was getting interviewed by Us Weekly, where that's where they, the Minotaur situation was unveiled. But just if that actual, I only sent you the screenshot of the headline, but in the actual article, it says that he has not one, but two giant oil paintings in which he's uh, depicted as a Minotaur. Not one, two. That friggin' Minotaur doesn't even have a penis. Oh. No. <laughs> Joe's expanding yeah, the, it close to the The genitalia are just, just shriveled up from all the steroid usage. It's not, <laughs> yeah, it look, yeah. Cartoonish. It's not even good, right? It's, it's, it's cartoonish. It appeals yeah. to, like, somebody with an intellect of, like, a 14-year-old. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and how many minotaurs have you seen wearing batting gloves? Just uh, uh, <laughs> count. Well, you I know, quick show personally hands. never seen a minotaur. A painting, a drawing, a sketch in high school. 
Middle Golf school. gloves, sure. But batting gloves, <laughs> no. Holy shit, I did not even see he does, that. He doesn't even it's look like wearing a batting glove. It looks like he's he's morphing out of the horse. It it, it like I don't even it's um it's gonna be a low moment for that artist. Like, yeah. like uh, yeah. hey, I was commissioned to do a painting by a by a multimillionaire. That's awesome. Yeah, but then I found out it was A Rod and I had to paint him as a cartoon minotaur. So he jumped off the mountain behind Until him. Totally went to the bank, landed yeah. on the horse's Hold head, on. and just crushed into the horse's body. Hold on, like look at that. His head looks photoshopped on there. Doesn't it? it? Does. Well, is that real? I, if it is real, it's definitely going to go I, up I'll on the do site. More we'll, research. I'll it do does. More research. It, does. it doesn't matter. It's Alex Rodriguez. It should be real. I think it's real. I think I read well, it. I think the important story. thing here is that the guy is obviously enough of a douche for us all to accept it as reality exactly. without any question whatsoever. So if that, at the very least, that says something about you. If, <laughs> if somebody right? told me that Tim had a fucking minotaur, I'd be like, no, he doesn't. Shut the fuck up. That's not possible. A-Rod, you're like, oh, I could, yeah, I could see that. Absolutely. Now, if you said Tim had a picture of himself as a... Uh, Cornhole champion on the wall. I, I can see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that would be a centaur, wouldn't it? It's not a minotaur, right? That, that's so funny. Okay, so I'm, I'm doing research. You said that. So there's an article in SB Nation from 2012. A-Rod denies minotaur rumors, says nothing of centaur. <laughs> <laughs> it says, remember in 20, 2009 when we learned about the possibility A-Rod had two painted portraits of himself as a centaur, according to an ex-lover. Well, because life is a beautiful thing and we will eventually give you what you want, if you can just be a bit patient, A-Rod actually addressed these rumors over the weekend from the Daily News. Quote, No, I do not have a painting of my upper body on a minotaur, he said at a toy drive over the weekend. <laughs> I, I don't know where that get that stuff. But wait, a minotaur denial is not the same as a centaur denial. This is true. The former is a creature with the head of a bull and the body of a man, the latter half man, half horse. Uh-huh. And uh, note that he said nothing of a centaur portrait. Was it just a story of the remains. time? Or was it a clever non-denial, carefully orchestrated to fool those not so versed in mythological beasts of antiquity? <laughs> well, actually, I think that article actually kind of uh, uh, exonerates him because... The, the thought that he was cleverly intelligent uh, enough engaging in wordplay <laughs> about the minutia of uh, mythological creatures. No, that's not possible. Let's, so you must we're gonna be check that one off. So, well, but he's still, uh, or, or maybe he's just stupid enough that he had the, the parts in the wrong order and he'd had himself, he commissioned the painting of himself as the bottom half in a horse's head yeah, or a horse's ass. even better. <laughs> So uh, actually the rumor started in 2011 when Kate Hudson, uh, was his love interest at that time, who I have a f- pretty favorable impression of. Um, she actually said not he anymore. was so vain. Actually, she was his ex at this point. He had not one but two painted portraits of himself as a centaur. Yep. You know, the half-man, half-force figure adds the X. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Kate Hudson, but I, that does sound credible, and, and it seems like she, that would be a weird thing to make up and to say two, if you're just going to make up some shit, you yeah. wouldn't say two paintings. Yeah, multiple, right? Yeah, I'm going with it. Yeah, I'm I sold. guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm sold too. 
more importantly, I'm still having a hard time not voting for Byron Buxton, despite the fact that I believe A-Rod has these fucking paintings. Oh, I think we've settled it. We're just going to give him the all-time. A-Rod's not a pussy. He's a douche. He's, He's a, getting a lifetime a achievement award douchery. He's yeah. yeah. So, so he. So we have. They do go have, together. We now have two awards. We have, so, we have a sounds posy. like more post-production work for somebody. Uh, we have a posy and a douche. Yeah. Since Rodriguez gets the douche award, I don't think there's anyone more douchey than that douche. Um. But Posey, we had two nominees, and so I do think we need to to bring it to a vote. We had Byron Buxton with, with a great presentation from Jack, and then we had who who had uh, foot and mouth. What his his name escapes me. J Hap. Uh, was it J A Hap? Yes. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was a Mets. I thought it was. No, that was previous. This is the second case. Were they making out? Oh well, hey, there you go. Oh, J. A. Happ had to yeah, foot. They left him behind in a hotel room in, in New York. They didn't even bring him to Boston. Oh my God! In New York, see, uh oh, <laughs> maybe they were making out. I'm waiting for there to be a lice breakout now. You know? Did he have a visit from a centaur? Mm. <laughs> so, so uh, I, I vote for Buxton. Uh, I vote for Buxton. 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 Okay, so unanimous. It is Byron Buxton once. So powerful, he was traded for Bryce Harper, is now a Posey Award winner. Posey. Award winner. Later, fellas, it's good to be back. Thank you for welcoming me back. I'll try not to let my my uh, my stupid real social life interfere with our podcast anymore. <laughs> Thank you. As soon as he hangs up, let's uh, talk about what we really think. Yeah, you're going to record the real podcast after you <laughs> trick me into hanging up. And your <laughs> social life has just gotten tremendously yeah. complicated. You, you, and you just you just send me. Uh, oh, it's not it's not what you put on iTunes. You just send me a link to some random recording. <laughs> the real right. podcast. It's, it's, everyone else. Is We've been doing that for about two months, actually. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, thanks boys. ever since we changed the name from atlas bach to the jack tim and joe show <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and have been syndicated <laughs> but you're a great source of material greg great source of material i was, I was gonna make it yeah since you guys were so adamant that i was uh, detracting from the show and you guys were better without me i was gonna like put up a front this week that if you guys wanted me back that i had some conditions and one of the conditions was I want the show to be called Greg Crow's Atlas Blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Atlas Blocked with Greg Crow and Fred. the Ghost King. <laughs> I'm not coming back unless I get top billing. Oh boy! <laughs> Atlas anyway, boys, with Tim, Joe, Jack, and starring, <laughs> featuring the Ghost King. <laughs> The uh, final thoughts. All right, fellas. Uh, all good right, job. Good Have a good night. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Later, guys.
still we continued on through the night Tracing our steps from the beginning Until they vanished into the air Trying to understand how our lives had led us there An empty surprise to feel so alone. Now, for me, some words come easy, but I know that they don't mean that much compared with the things that are said.
There was no way to prepare. We knew 10 minutes before the call. We needed you so bad. 10 minutes? It wasn't 10 minutes. I I think we even acknowledged that because somebody said it was all up to me. And I said, well, then we're fucked. I heard that. Trust me. And when when Jack said that, I was like, wow, they're fucked. That's exactly what I thought. Right. Well, I was just trying to be nice, which is what you were upset about when you came on first. And now, because I was mean, now you're getting mad at me because I'm nice to you. I wasn't mad that you're mean. I was mad that you were inaccurate factually. Anyway, I've talked enough. <laughs> so what? What? It's like arguing with a drunk, right? Like what? So no. What? What? What type of advice? Hey, I'm what right here. <laughs> yeah this is much less difficult than arguing with joe come on let's be honest <laughs> who's courtney <laughs> horrible horrible <laughs> you guys have got to learn to say you're that, the right? best you're probably the best hr person in america do you know that you're so smart now which mythical creature would you have an oil painting of yourself as like would you be a dragon would you be? Um, well, I, I know, I know, hey, dude. What? Dragons no, are real. I, Haven't you watched Game of Thrones? None of them. <laughs> oh, I know what I'd have. Oh, what? Sasquatch. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. See, like you know that that uh, Sasquatch video. He's walking with his arms. <laughs> See my my face like right in the middle of it, like hey. or swamp <laughs> cabbage man. Got bottle service in the club last night, bro, but my card got declined, so I snuck the tab onto the girl's card. <laughs> what a douche. Yeah, bro, the new Drake album is fucking flames. What a douche. I wish Mark McGuire was my fucking dad, bro. What a douche. Got wasted and threw up on my ex-girlfriend's lawn. Fuck yeah. What a douche. I probably fucked more girls than Tiger Woods. What? A- no way. Veritech totally blindsided me, bro. What a douche. I didn't want to fight back because I was afraid I'd hurt him. What a douche. Yeah, bro, I just got a brand new Shih Tzu, purebred only. What a douche. <sighs> Rodriguez totally deserves it. Give him the award. 